Yo, yo, ma! <laughs> and welcome to the Pack Show, proudly brought to you by Peg Athletic Club and Double Take Sports, the show that brings you all the highlights, the lowlights, the reviews, the previews, the news, and the interviews from rugby here in Australia and around the world. My name's Jay Ball, and we are absolutely heaving here tonight. We have no DOS, but. He's gotten the call up and he's starting tonight alongside Dalla Murphy. It is Clutzy from the Bloody Green Podcast. Hey guys, yeah. how are we? We're living the dream. Clutch. Thank you how so you much. Oh, mate, I'm good. I'm glad to hear Yo-Yo Ma again. I've been missing it. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just stoked to be here. Oh, God, I love you, Clutzy. I love you. Blowing smoke up my ass. Good way to get me <laughs> offside. And then we've got the Battlers. Unfortunately, they have both shown up tonight. It's Big Fat Dars and the Kill Switch himself. <laughs> Wasn't even planned. Yeah. With the best of friends. <laughs> that was good. Turn around. Three, two, one, start again. <laughs> oh, that was actually really good. Oh, Some of good. your best work, big fat dust. But um, as we said, no dots tonight. But Dow, you're back in the mixer after you yeah, missed baby. last weekend. What happened there, man? You're a bit dusty. Bit dusty. Had me bucks party. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't come good till Thursday. <laughs> Right here. Yeah, it was a big one. Some serious head noise. Into the uh, yeah, in, into the be- into the Benga box. We lost track of time, and you know things happen. How long? How long are you allowed in there? Till four a.m. <laughs> as long as you take your, your rubbish you came in with, it's all okay. And this bloke, the bloke who owns it, rocked up, and he was just like big sports fan. And Maranta was there, and Frisbee was there, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I started talking to them for ages. He's like, "Boys, you do whatever the fuck you want. It's all good. <laughs> Have a good time. I'll see you at four a.m." Like, okay. <laughs> And he saw you at 4am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go, guys. Oh, that is sick, man. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, good to see you back in the mixer, man. Mm. You feeling good now, man? Because you've got Feeling a few beers on you. Why, what are we celebrating? I'm getting married on Saturday. Yes! yes! Wow. I'm really excited about Don't that. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. <laughs> we'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah. man. Yeah, big, big, big couple of weeks for you, Dad. It's exciting, yeah. And then off on a, um, a honeymoon next week, so I'll be away next week um, down Where in Byron Bay. Byron. Crystal Brook in Byron Bay. Uh, yeah, just nice. relax, take it nice. easy. Yeah. Mrs. Chill and I up. haven't gone on our honeymoon yet. Can we come along? Actually? Absolutely. Two bedroom, more than welcome. Sick. She's yeah. 34 weeks pregnant, so. Perfect. It's fine, man. <laughs> Could be ready to pop anytime, but. In juicer. All right, all right, let's plow ahead. First up, first and foremost, Argentina 26, Wallabies 41. This was an absolute hell of a match. Big second half from the Wallabies. Freeney, how good was this? So bloody good. I'm very, very happy. I'm just, I'm happy about the win. I'm happy about the All Blacks losing again. I'm, I'm just happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I go to work. You look happy. Uh, uh, mate. You can tell by that erection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go to work. The Kiwis don't even look at me in the eye anymore. I'm just like, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. And it's just good. It's just, you know, everyone's walking, you know, with a bit of, with a bit of spring in their step, minus the Kiwis. So, mate, I'm just happy. That was a game that... Uh, of two halves. A normal Wallabies <laughs> team would have lost. They would have yes. given up. Yeah. Quaid goes off. Reese Hodge has to go to ten. Let's give up. Too hard. Yep. But but they, you know, they they stuck to it all game. Exactly. Which is, okay, I guess big argy bargy's team. Yes. No, I mean their back row, yeah. Crema or is it some Crema, Lavanini and uh, Matera Mate. were big causing boys. absolute big mayhem. Who's who's it? Who are those, who's that massive dude with the beard? Crema. <laughs> yeah. The number seven yeah. who's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> um, but. 
Dust touched on a Dallin um, QC ruptured Achilles tendon. Mm. Not good, especially at the age of thirty-four. He's forty. It is, and, and most guys, I think, get to that age and, and do an Achilles, and you probably think that's the end of their career. But if there's one guy, I feel like, who, who can probably come back from it, it's probably him, right? Test. He's just, you know, very, Definitely. very good. He gets stuck in, but it's a really tough injury. Like, I've seen blokes who are a lot younger than him take, you know, 12 to 15 months to come back, and he's going to take his time, but obviously he's going to try and gun for that World Cup, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, well, Bobby, Bobby Tuttle, I think, did it twice. Did, did it twice. Did it twice. <sighs> do you reckon it had anything to do with his little calf tweaking the other day? I'm not a physiotherapist, but I'm... I think definitely. Oh, yeah, like, I don't know. If it's the same stem. leg, but potentially, like, he's only working, I don't know. I was gutted. Yeah. Gutted. And it yeah, looked like nothing, right? Yeah, and he's... It's the ones that don't look like anything that are typically the worst. You don't react like that with no one touching you if something seriously yeah, hasn't exactly. happened. But not only that, he's just playing good footy as well, like... He was arguably the best for the Wallabies in that yeah. first half alongside Bobby Valentini, who uh, was sublime. Absolutely sublime. He's been good all year, though, Valentini. He has. He's just continually trucking nut and just destroying people while doing it. So. Exactly. He, he. I think, Dow, you said earlier this year, he's probably the one player in the Wallabies you reckon is arguably the one that could become the one where we say he's the best in his position in the world. Yeah, most definitely. I just think what he's adding at the moment is is, is, is almost world-class level. Like, he just keeps fronting up. He just keeps growing and developing yep. as a player. Yep. And the way he carries the ball and his movement at the line is, is, is second to none. It's incredible. He's a big value for Australia. He's so awesome. 100% what you said, hey. Like, he just, every game he just gets better and mm. better and better. And like, he's, he's, so big, he's so big and quick. How good yeah. was seeing uh, Fraser grab his opportunity? and That, that try he scored where he's yep. just, just nuggeting in and just going over. And nearly well, it. if he gets that offload from Quaid, that he's support scored. line, mate. Yeah. That, mate, I've he's said there. it the whole time. His attacking play is so underrated. He yeah. he is so fast and he has such great hands. Um, but the biggest news story coming out of that actually happened a day or two before. On the Friday before, Michael Hooper um, fronted his teammates and then announced that he will be flying home due to a lack of being able to get in the right mindset. So, obviously, some mental health concerns, you'd have to say, surrounding Michael Hooper. But uh, Dow, it not only takes a huge like set of cojones to sort of front up to your teammates, not sort of hide behind the veil of an injury or whatever it may be, but for the team then to come out and do what they did, that's pretty special stuff for Hoops. Yeah, most certainly. I think if you saw what James Slipper said kind of post-game, do you know what I mean? That just summed it up beautifully. Like, they were all there for each other. They they fronted up and then they got the job done. And Darcy made the point before, like, you know, Australian teams quite often would fall in the back there and then just and just lose. But they just kept powering ahead. And they obviously wanted to win for hoops. And Slips is doing a terrific job leading from the front. He is the man. Uh, so, uh, mate, we, we, we're all thinking of Michael Hooper because I just think for someone of his ilk, yeah. for his stature... For a player of his ability, like he is so highly revered for the game in the, around the world and for literally the leader for the better part of the last decade of the Wallabies to come out and say that he's struggling, like that is immense. Absolutely immense. And I have nothing but love and respect for that. I think that's one of the greatest things that Michael Hooper could ever do. Um, I know it's hard for him, but I just... I, I just respect just, the hell of him. It's just massive it. too. Like like you said, the, the the stigma behind sort of, you know, um, mental health and all that sort of stuff. Somebody plays 80 minutes week in, week out, Captain's Australia, and he's struggling. It's it's not yeah. one of those things, you know, where um, it's it's labelled to one person. I'm sure no. he, 
you know. It doesn't discriminate. No, it, it doesn't matter who so you are, what you do. It's probably massive in the whole scheme of things across the board that, that he's done that and... and you know, kids will be like, "Well, that's you know. it." So it's it's it just it's it's awesome. Is so, if someone as so highly respected and so tough can say that he's struggling? Yeah, it was like that UFC fighter the other the other week. Can't represent the Pommy fella who was saying, you know, one of his best mates, um, you know, when Paddy Pimlet, yeah, yeah, Paddy Pimlet, and and it helped so yeah. many people. And so. Mate. If, you, if, you know. you're, if you're in trouble, uh, yeah. speak up, Colin. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I I couldn't barrack harder enough for that. Um. Box 26, the, I'll go to you with you with this one as well, Kill Switch. Uh, the Spring Box 26, AB's 10. Uh, All Blacks coach Ian Foster came out and actually said Mate. probably their best performance of the year. Who said that? Right? <laughs> Ian said, Foster he, said he, that that he was bloody Foster, Blacks. mate. I'll tell yeah. you what. Cuck performance. If you, if you ask me, mate. Oh, yeah. What, what, what did you learn about that besides you can't beat us? What is it? <laughs> nah. How good? No, mate. Mate, they're still doing some <laughs> freaky stuff, the All Blacks. They yeah. are. They're, they're freaks, but like, the <laughs> buddy, putting Malcolm Marks on is just a massive, you oh. know, big dick energy yeah. with South Africa because he just went on and just tore everyone up. He is insane. Like, the, you know, those guys, when they're on, like, there's, it's so hard to beat them. They're just monsters as well. They, yeah, I, I think the All Blacks, their biggest issue. Uh, Dow, it seems, is they're a team of superstars, but they aren't a superstar team. And I think that comes down to things like selection, cohesion. It, it just seems off. They just don't feel like they're playing together, right? Yeah. That's the big thing. And that's what they've done in the past. You know what I mean? You had a lot of guys who did a lot of the shit. You know what I mean? And then you had the superstars who kind of finished things off. I don't think they're doing a lot of that small stuff, which I think is affecting them at the same time. But at the same time, you know, if you look at it, is culturally there's something wrong? Do you know what I mean over there? Mm. You know what I mean? You look what happened a couple of weeks ago with was it Justin, Justin Marshall? Marshall? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is is yeah. he onto something? I, like I I don't know. Like I'll obviously have they yeah. have they stopped cleaning the change rooms? You know, <laughs> has has that dropped off? It's the only explanation. There needs to be an investigation. No, but but like it's sort of like. Um, the Wallabies, even a couple of years ago or whatever, where there was just that little thing missing, you know, they're just, they're not getting those, no, nah, they have a fit. <laughs> no, but they're just missing, those, you know, usually you've got a break and there's a million people there from the All Blacks and all that sort of stuff. And it's just those little, it's like they're so stressed about losing or something. Yeah, like yeah. These are the little things that they usually just know. They're probably not used to this either yeah, because yeah. they've no. just been dominating the, pressure's the competition. On. Yeah. Hey, so they're just like, what is They've this? lost five of their last <laughs> yeah. six and have now dropped to fifth in the world rankings alongside if the we Wallabies. Yeah. Wallabies yeah. stats. If, yeah. we jump, if we jump them, Welcome I'm just wearing... Welcome to the bottom, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, bottom people. Well, uh, who was the tiny, tiny winger that was on Caleb Clark? Curly Adranse or whatever. Mate, all over him. And Caleb Clark's like, Obviously, you know, he, he gets back in the team, pressure's on, and Springbok's going, oh, let's do a let's do a high ball up to him. Yeah. They put on this tiny little speed suit and comes like, I'm just going to run over him. Every time, got in his spokes. Yeah. Mate, it was... Um, <laughs> got in his spokes. Yeah, just like, <laughs> just jump in there and just fall. And he fell over. Good oh, to see oh, that Springbok's had their own Curtly as well. Right? So hopefully he <laughs> plays up just as good as Curtly does off the field. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Chester Colby's injured. I would find another one. Just chuck him on his Yeah. <laughs> Absolute gun. He uh, ended up getting a four-week suspension yeah. for his challenge on Bowden Barrett. Um, oh, mate, that was horrendous. That red card, when he's... When he's getting medically attended to, <laughs> and then the ref's like, red card. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on, man. Angus Wait Gardner was like about to walk straight over, and he's like, uh, oh, I'll just let them tend to him first. Yeah. Just, just 
Hook him. Right, mate? Yeah. You're right. You're conscious here. See you, mate. See he's you. like, <laughs> he's like, what color is his card? Yeah. It's like red. He's like, and that and Fafta Clerk getting absolutely KO'd KO'd in the first five ten, and and still. They they've got depth for days. Yeah, the spring box, and you can't help but think that their movement into that southern northern hemisphere competition for club rugby is seems to be paying off because they're they are Big ridiculous, time, mate. They just they just don't look like losing. No, tell you what, that's the most confident I've been that we will win the rugby championship in a long time. I don't know why. why I think it's because like no, <laughs> say it, no, say it. It's great because obviously we have South yeah, Africa yeah. over here. And New Zealand are just getting pumped over there. So, I don't know. Hopefully, because they've got, like, arguably a shit culture now. New Zealand yeah. come over here just with plenty of head noise. We <laughs> pump the Saffers over here. I, I'm confident. And I'm I think a lot of people yeah. are actually... Yeah. I'm with yeah. 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 There we Do go. We, all the way. Are we getting the bledders low back? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Stick that up, your dojo. <laughs> and then just quit. Everyone quit. We're not playing yeah. anymore after we get all the trophies yeah. back. Imagine oh, the bender after we get the bloody blooders low back. Like oh. that will just be shut down work for the week across the nation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> party. That'll be 100%. the J Ball relapse tour. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be absolutely awesome, man. Yes. Yes. We heard it here first. Two point um, <laughs> We saw down in the shoot shield. Glad Doss isn't here for this one. Um, but Maxi Douglas picking up the Ken Catchpole medal uh, as the player of the season. The second rower from the Tars played all but one game this year. Pretty meteoric rise for him last year, getting the uh, the Tars Rookie of the Year this year, picking up the Ken Catchpole medal, but also off contract now. So, I mean, all things considered for the big man, it's a pretty bloody timely thing, and I think it is a sign of the class of Maxi Douglas. Yeah, certainly. He's been instrumental down there for them. Unbelievable. And it's interesting, though, because they're still in the hunt for locks, right? So it's interesting that he is off contract and hasn't been re-signed. Someone who's playing that good of a footy who's only still very young, surely you'd think the Waratahs would be snapping him up. Mm, but he's already said he, well, obviously hasn't been signed yet. There's yeah. chat that he's obviously looking elsewhere, as you can imagine. But, mate, he he was all, he's been awesome for the better part of the last 24 months. So it seems a bit of a head-scratcher. But I think he couldn't have done anything better but then go back to club rugby and do killer. what he's done. It's exactly what you want to do, right? Absolutely massive. Uh, I'll run through the rest of the uh, awards really quickly. Philly Bradford from the uh, the Hunter Wildfires. 17 tries for the Wildfires hooker this season, Pags. Don't you so love it? Hookers. On That's the back awesome. of a forward pack yeah. with the likes of Joseph Tamani, Lona Halaholo, Donnie Freeman, mate, Rob Pulliovea. Not a hard job being a hooker in that side. Reese McDonald gets the top point scorer from Gordon. Uh, Dave Conway, the top ref award. Um, top ref. Connor Hickey from the Rats. Uh, the Rats Junior. That just fell out. That fell out. Mate, we had a ref on. And it was good. No. We had a good we had good dialogue. You're still giving him grief. I've actually I've been thinking it. recently. I, I think that. I said on Facebook a year or two ago, I think I called Ben O'Keefe a coward and a dickless loser. And I feel really bad about it because we had Damon on. Because he's not a coward. <laughs> no, well, he's, it's bad to rag on ref. So, yeah, Ben O'Keefe, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Connor Hickey gets Rookie of the Year. The Rats Junior, the fly half, was absolutely sublime this year for the Rats, getting them to six on the ladder, I think it was. So good for a 10 to do that. And then the coaches. So this one's a tricky one. So we saw uh, it looks like it was a Norse, uh, a Norse bloke chirped up. So Bubba Coleman from the Hunter Wildfires shares the award with Sean Hedger from Sydney Uni. Um, and look... I'm glad Bubba Coleman got it. 
But there was a comment today from a Norse bloke saying, like, yeah, good on the coach. Clearly, Zach Beer, 32 or 33 years old, coaches Norse to a minor premiership. Mm. There are raps all over him in regards to how bloody good he is, and obviously he's got the runs on the board. But him not getting it can be considered a bit of a slap in the face considering, as this guy says, Hunter went from ninth ninth last year to ninth this year, and then Sean Hedger, a former professional coach, Get Sydney Uni, who were killing it last year, to Oof. second. So, makes a point, Dow, but I don't know. Like, Bubba Coleman, I love. I love that he's got it. I think it's a fair point, right? It like, is a fair point. Shane was like, I love that he got it. Thoughts. I love that Bubba <laughs> Coleman got it. So, but like, Bubba, you Coleman, know, yeah, I, I, Bubba Coleman, like, they only came ninth despite having more wins than East. And I understand that's the quirk of the draw in regards to, I think, East had 17 bonus points and Hunter yeah. Wildfire had 11. Mm. So, that's ultimately, it's their fault for not scoring enough points, getting bonus points, or whatever it may be. And that's just a quirk of how the system is set up. But the recruitment they've done, the wins they've got, they got wins against Manly Marlins twice, Sydney Uni, Randwick. Like, he's done some good things there. So, I can understand Bubba Coleman getting it. For mine, Sean Hedge is a scr- hedge scratcher, and Zach Beer not getting it. I think Zach Beer out now is, is is by far the most deserving of that award. Me too, I agree. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look what he's done with Norse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. And look, they're looking like the best team in the competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're coming good at the right time. Finals round one, like most consistent team all season. Correct. Yeah, you. I, I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. I said that from the get go. Zach Beer deserved to be. I like, I like, I like the passion, Dale. That was good. Finally, some glad Doss is not here. Doss would just be like, I don't know. Bubba Coleman and Hunter was doing some good things. Sean Hedger, you got a soft spot for Bubba, right? I do because it's an uphill battle. Yes, he's out there. He started the team. He's shoveling shit uphill and he's doing some bloody good things. Sean Hedger, I do not get. I don't. I I don't get that one. Like neither man. Anyway, we move. To be honest, man, (laughs) you coach Sydney Uni to second on the ladder. Shit. I just want Jay Ball to say something he'll regret. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let Don't make me start, yeah, man. There it is. All right, then. Namani Nadolo signed with the Tars. Yes. Lutz, how good is this? Mate, ridiculously good. <laughs> I'm so keen to see the big man back on the wing in like Aussie rugby. So I think it's good. Um, to be able to mentor some of the younger fellas down there for the Waratahs. <laughs> but I was just saying, oh, I can't wait to sit there and just watch him run over little people. But that's what I'm most excited for, personally. Just hopefully not against Reds. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no, honestly, let him go. Well, let him go. No, <laughs> you know what? Let him do what he wants to do. The show. I'm actually frustrated. I'm not going to tell him otherwise because he's absolutely destroyed me. So he can do what he wants, in my opinion. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very keen to see him back in Oz Rugby. Well, Dal, you went to school with him. Mm. I, I think we've spoken about this off air. And like, I'll happily say, like, I out of everyone, like, he was good at school, but in a side that. Like he was playing inside Will Chambers, he, and he, there was always chat that like I always thought I was like, you know, he he did have some deficiencies in his game for a bloke of his size, and it took him a long time to find his feet because he was at the Tars in '08, and everyone in that nudgy side I thought Nems had the potential, but from the looks of it, probably wasn't going to go on to fulfil it. But it took him a long time. But he is now arguably one of the greatest footy players in the world. Absolutely. Obviously, he's getting to the back end of his career, but what he's done is, is phenomenal. Nothing short of, yeah, outstanding. And and it took him some time. It wasn't until 2014 where he, he didn't found play his a game for the Waratahs, right? No. And that, I just, it, it pisses me off that he didn't, like, that someone just didn't see this talent and just go, like, he needs, they a, bit weren't of, able he needs to, a bit of a massage to get, you know, get to where he 
where he man, he he was at Canterbury. He was the best winger at the time. Like he was ridiculous. Led he the has, competition. He, 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 can, he, can dro- he can drop the bloody ball on his foot. Like man, he's he's insane. It but was this so was the thing. Like I, I can attest. Like he he. He was huge at school. He was great. He was so skillful for a bloke of his size, but I think he was... He was lacking a bit. Yeah, but yeah he was lacking in regards to really man. use that size to his advantage. Yeah, I don't think he ever realised how big and how fast yes. and how strong he was. Because he, he was insanely skillful. Off, off no tea. Yes. Mind, do you remember he was BBC? insanely skillful. Off no tea. Yeah. Boost. But I think that was his thing. I think Boost. when he was a bit younger, he was like... He was maybe more concerned with the ability of being able to have this skill set that was really great. But then it wasn't until obviously he went through, um, I think he went through that uh, Tars Academy and then obviously got booted from that. Went to Japan, then found himself in France or something. And he then started scoring like six tries a game. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, and then he realised, oh, there was... Oh, wait a second. So he's <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> it took him six or eight years to yeah, yeah. really develop 100%. how he can play with such size and Im- such skill, and then he married them together, and, mate, he is phenomenal. I heard, I'm not sure if this is right, but I heard, like, you know, when they're kicking the ball behind him, that that was sort of an issue because he was so big. Like, mate... Like a truck turning around. Yeah, it's just... But, like, <laughs> you, you see a raw talent like that, you just nurture it. You just try and, you try and make it work. In my opinion, he wasn't that bad of a guy. We know him. Like, we knew him. Like, anyway. I also heard that he'll be volunteering at Sydney Private Hospital in the, uh, like, just his his thoughts on broken bones and stuff. With a, was, was it him that broke his, like, arm? No, that was Wysucky Naholo. <laughs> broke his leg. <laughs> Not him, then. <laughs> Different guy. <laughs> yeah. I what, was what wondering privilege. where on that <laughs> Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> racist. Wait. No. Naholo. <laughs> We're close. Pretty close. <laughs> he went, he's the whole way from New Zealand, mate. <laughs> so he thought we were talking about what's no, 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 but I did hear that um, he was coming coming back to play for G. Mate, he's yeah, going to finish that. Next year. Yeah. Friday nights. Yeah, Friday, Friday night. nights at G. I'm coming back out of retirement again. <laughs> yeah, God. We'll believe that when we say it. But um, Mate, see I've if your body holds story. up. I've got a story. Oh, well, sweet. I was playing tough. Like, you know, it was all good. I'm, I'm, I'm got my <laughs> hamstrings recovering. You're playing tomorrow? No, mate, just listen. I went to training <laughs> with Issy last night. This is a 4K run story. No, yeah. no, I went to training with Issy last night. No joke. It was uh, dads versus kids warm-up touch. And, of course, I'm like, just oh, down the sideline. <laughs> it's just coming across. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot about it. Oh, no. It again. <laughs> oh, you'd be all right. Strap her up. And just, I thought um, you were going to say, Izzy was coming. You just chopped him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you got the Boris Johnson treatment to your kid. All righty. Well, that rounds out pack news. Now joining us on the blower, we have the golden girl herself, Demi Hayes. Yeah. Stemmy, thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations. How does it feel getting that Commonwealth gold? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's nice to be home, be able to celebrate with a bunch of friends and family. But um, after winning it, we kind of got kicked out of the village pretty quickly and now we're back home in Sydney. Why'd you get booted out? What, uh, as in like just the turnover thing or were you playing up a bit too much and trashing the place? (laughs) No, we actually didn't get a chance to play up at all. So, yeah, we just oh, had to get boo. out of our room. 
other athletes to get back in. <laughs> oh, what an absolute stinger. That sucks. I, I, I thought that's what everyone goes to get gold for, hey? It's just like the after party. So. All right, now get out. I know. Yeah. We actually we weren't even allowed out of the village, so that obviously um, made the celebrations a bit more tame. Jesus. What about since you got back, Dem? What have you guys been up to? Obviously, been on the media train, but what else has been happening? You guys been celebrating? How's it all going? You got the World Cup coming up. You know what I mean? Is it kind of business as usual? You've been had the ability to go and, and celebrate a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah, we actually had probably four to five days off training, which was really nice. So a few of us had a bit of a party on Friday night, and then we got together as a group um, and went had a long lunch on Sunday for another celebration. Um, with the girls that didn't come. So that was really nice to have a bit of a, a drink up with the whole entire squad that kind of um, played a big part in it. And then, as you said, we've got World Cup coming up. So we've got about four to five weeks um, of training before then. And it's been a pretty remarkable year so far. Obviously, you've won the World Series. You've gone ahead now and, and, and won the Commonwealth Games gold. How are you guys feeling moving into this World Cup? You've beaten New Zealand almost every time you've played them. It's been pretty special. How's the group feeling? And, and you know what I mean? How's it all kind of going? Uh, yeah, really good. I think um, obviously getting the World Series under our belts was really exciting and gave us a lot of confidence leading to the Com Games and getting that gold medal again um, will only give us more confidence. Um, the World Cup's only four games, so the, the way the games kind of roll is a bit different, but um, we've got a few easy pool, pool games and then it's knockout from there. So I think um, we'll take a heap of confidence into it, but not be too complacent at the same time. Hey, Demi. Uh Big fat ass here. Um, I've got a, th- a three-part question for you. First part, are you wearing your medal at the moment? If not, two, why not? And three, where are you going to put your gold medal? Um, no, I'm not wearing it. It's oh. hanging on my bookshelf. Um, I get to look at it lots, so I don't actually wear it all the time. I get to look at it. Um, and the third one... I'm not sure. My mum actually asked if she could frame it, but I said that I might have to keep it for a little bit longer before she takes it and puts it in her house. So gotcha. I'll let her do that in a little while. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> What's with uh, Timmy Walsh? He seems like a bit of a wizard. How has he got the girls, uh, the mojo back to that confident sort of um, sort of style of play you guys uh, at the last Olympics and all that? Um, I think a lot of our um, cohesions come mainly off the field. He's a big person in putting a lot of effort in, spending time together, getting to know each other, Um, even though obviously we've been friends um, way before Tokyo, but I think putting a lot of time and effort into each other before we come and perform on the field. And um, we all love each other. We're such a close-knit family. So when it came to playing, we played for each other. We played for our families and we actually knew a lot of more about each other so I think he's massive on that we go out to dinner a lot we celebrate a lot more than I think we ever used to so when um, you know we win we lose we draw we always celebrate that as a group um, so then we can move on so that's been a big part in our success I think well I want to ask as well was we, we were discussing I think last week when we were celebrating you guys bagging the gold there was the the highs of the Olympic gold for what was it six years ago and then the disappointment from the last Olympics as well as the last common games you, you girls probably didn't perform as well as you guys would have liked considering the high expectations you have was that a really big driving force for such a young squad so many new players to really cultivate some like momentum off the disappointment from the last couple of games? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, obviously, I came in post Rio. So um, our success since then or since then until now hadn't been necessarily very good. So um, 
2018, obviously getting silver, everything like that. I think we really taught the younger girls that hadn't been involved in that, the disappointment and they've obviously experienced losses, but um, at a home games like that was pretty disappointing. So I think everyone understood where we're at and what we wanted to do. And after winning um, a lot of the World Series tournaments and winning the whole entire World Series, that gave everyone confidence. And I don't think we really looked back at the disappointment, but we looked forward to what we can do and um, what we could succeed with this group, I think. And I want to ask as well, is <laughs> is there chat around doing like the whole golden year? You know, you've got the World Series, you've got the Commonwealth Gold, you've got the World Cup coming up next month. Do you guys, uh, do the girls sort of talk about, you know, potentially having this wondrous year of success or is it just business as usual? Um, I think with our group, we're quite a chill group, so we don't necessarily speak about it too much. Um, within the coaching staff um, and the leaders, we definitely do, and we speak about how much this is so important to us and, you know, we could get the the three in a row, um, which is obviously so important for our women's program. It's so important for the sport in general and um, sharing that, you know, rugby sevens, women's rugby sevens is so important. But um, as a whole, I don't think we really speak about it, but I think um, we kind of have gone back to work as usual with training and um, stuck to what we're doing. But I think as we get closer, we'll definitely speak about it um, and make sure that everyone's very aware. And it's so doable for us at the moment um, to achieve. So that's even more exciting. Klutzy, I think, has a question for you, Demi. Klutzy? Yeah, apparently I do. No, I was just going to say, um, just on the women's program there, do you guys have like any up-and-comers uh, that are pushing to get into that squad that could potentially get in there for the, the World Cup that's coming up? Or, yeah, just anyone on the rise um, over the next year that could be coming into that squad with you guys? Uh, yeah, we've been really lucky. We ha we've had three to four Queensland girls um, come down to Sydney and kind of been part of our Com Games campaign. Um, and then a few Sydney girls as well. But I don't think anyone um, that will be able to come and play at the World Cup, um, that's obviously a big step up from just being like a development player. But I think the development within um, within the team at the moment is going really good. And you saw Jessie Southwell, a 17-year-old, do mm. so well um, and perform so well at such a young age. So we're definitely um, getting those development girls um, coming up to perform at a high level. I wanna, oh, sorry. I just want to ask real quick, Demi. Um, how terrifying is it training against Maddie Levi, the Fendi Queen? Because she has an ability to leap people with a stiff arm that I haven't seen in a bloody long time. Is she, like, so daunting to have to train against day in, day out? To be honest, we're really lucky, but she only really pulls it out on her opposition. Um, what? She's pretty, she's pretty tame with us. So to be fair, she doesn't actually practice it too much. She just is a great performer on the world stage and can do it every single time. So I'm really lucky she's on our on our team. That's for sure. Bloody oh! Isn't it funny that like everyone knows it's going to happen, and then all of a sudden it's just like it still happens. See ya. <laughs> you can see them yeah. chasing her down. Like oh, yeah, 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 she's going to fend me. She's going to fend me. Yeah. Oh, she's fended. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, mate, she Every is an time. absolute beast. She is an absolute beast. And, and for you, Dem, obviously uh, a bit of a different year, getting, getting the captaincy. How's that been for you? There's a responsibility change, you know what I mean? Do you feel like you've had to, to bring more to the group? Has your game changed at all? Or has it just kind of been, you know what I mean, just getting out there and doing your thing? Um, yeah, Dale, a little bit different, as you said. You know, being a, being a leader is quite different to... Um, just being a part of the group. But I think I've very much stuck to what I've always done and leaded by example. So 
Um, I guess that's what I stand by. If I go play well, train well, um, set an example on and off the field, then um, the girls will follow me. And having Charlotte there as a co-captain is also really good because she sets very different standards on the field. Um, she's the big talker, obviously um, an amazing player um, that I probably can't really relate to too much being a forward and a back. But um, I think my role's pretty much just stayed the same. I just like to set an example and go play my best footy so other girls can do the same. And are you enjoying the leadership role? Yeah, it's been really good. It's been different. Um, it's obviously a little bit more work and um, we have a lot of meetings and stuff like that that we obviously never used to, but I'm definitely really enjoying it. And it's nice to have girls back you um, in that position as well and have, um, as I said, Charlie as a co-captain and then Shani Williams, who's the OG of the whole entire game, and then Maddie Ashby coming through. Because uh, J-Bor struggles to be our our captain and leader <laughs> as part of our team. Um, I, I raised it last week, but um, are shin splints a thing? Or is it just us big boys using it as an excuse to not do any fitness? Because you girls uh, must do a lot of running, a lot of fitness, a lot of work in your boots. And as soon as we rock up on a Tuesday night, the shin splints really flare up. And I don't want to do any coat hangers. But does anyone pull the, the shin splints excuse out at training? Yeah, for sure. To be oh, honest, I reckon... 50% of so the girls have them at the moment. Okay. So it's not just you, promise. All right. Okay. Have you got the bloody career savers on, the old ASICs career savers? Because they, they do wonders <laughs> what for What are me. they? Yes, you they know, are the, good, aren't they? What? Yeah, you know, the, the sand shoe sand one. shoes. Oh. The, but the, the, boot, the boot version. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they'll, yeah. Cure, they'll cure you. A bit high on the ankle, too, for oh. that rolling ankle. Yeah. Should be it's a staple at your age, does. Yeah, mate, I don't know why you don't have a pair for black dogs, mate. Have they got lifts? Yeah, yeah. And... Something we we chatted about, you know, when we get a lot of players on is is we see a lot of what happens on the field. So you get a lot of the girls, obviously, who are successful on the field and, and your star players. But for you girls, when you celebrate, who are the girls who kind of stand out a bit? Who are the girls who, yes. you know yes. I mean? Good question, who, who, who are the best off the field? Because we quite often don't get to see that, right? Um, look, I often say you could guess, but um, a little bit of insight. Charlotte's obviously, she can go all night. Anyone who... Um, wants to stick it to her often ends up in bed very early. Um, Maddie Levi's another good one. She can yes. party on the field. Um, Faith Nathan also. So the two wingers probably take wingers. the cake there. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. Bloody wingers. Yep. Hey, Demi, um, is Dom Two Toy as big a kook as it comes across as? <laughs> yes, 100%. I don't know whether you've seen, but she has an Instagram page called Dom Du Twat. Um, <laughs> explains itself. She yes. only follows people she likes and knows, so you'll have to see if she'll um, give you a follow back. But she is hilarious um, and she keeps us very entertained on tour. Bless her. And she had a little uh, cameo on Neighbours earlier this year as well, didn't she? Yeah, I think she um, she was on a few years ago. Um, and that's if you have any uh, acting connections, she'd love to, you know, go to Hollywood. And that's, that's her next dream. So if you can just slot her in, feel free to. Hell yeah, we'll have to get her on the show. Get her on the Battlers <laughs> bench. Will. It's just a classic. Oh, bloody oath, man, because she seems like an absolute kook, and I love it. Love it so much. And, and as well, um, I mean, arguably you and uh, your partner, Simon, are one of the golden couples of Australian rugby. The other one's just over here on the Battlers bench, big fat Darcy <laughs> and Ryan Freeney. But, um, potato and gravy. Potato and gravy, as we like to call them. Um, oh. But uh, he's obviously playing Best on the Sting. <laughs> 
playing on the Sting for uh, Sydney Uni this year. He stepped back from the Sevens program, giving the 15s a crack. You must be excited to see him doing pretty bloody well on a side that finished second on the ladder going in the finals this weekend. Yeah, definitely. I think it's exciting. Um, I've ever, obviously never played 15s, but it's, it's, it's very exciting for him to go away from sevens and try and get into the 15s game again. And obviously Sydney Uni are a very professional um, group and he's been doing really well with them. So hopefully they get the win this weekend and have a weekend off and we'll see them in the finals. Hopefully not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jay Boy just rinsed Sorry. the coach like five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Sydney Uni. I'm not a fan of Uni of Queensland. But you're either. a fan, of, you're a fan of Simon. I'm a big fan of Simon Kennewell, yes, 100%. That's yeah. my love name. Oh my God. It's, I'm just That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big fan of Simon, just not Sydney Uni. Well, it's not like that's news. Come on, guys. Um, but, Demi. Wonderful to talk to you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Again, congratulations on gold at the Com Games. We are absolutely chuffed and blown away with the successes of the women's program over the last 12, 18 months. And it is just desserts to see you girls back in the winner's podium wearing gold around your neck once again. And we'll be wishing you all the best at the World Cup next month. So thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Bless you. Thanks, Demi. Demi Hayes, everybody. Bless you, Demi. Woo! Oh, yeah. Got to love her. That Very was good. awesome. And was that a bit... Dust towards just Dust ragging on wanted... Sydney Uni like that? <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't think it's... Um, well, you've done it. Yeah. So. I think <laughs> you're allowed to bag on any Uni team, to be honest. <laughs> Thank no, you. you're not. They are awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much, Klutzy. That's all right. I know I got you for a reason. For that, mate. Uh, but Demi Hayes, man, she is an absolute gun. Absolutely love her. It's She's just what? She's... Came, she went to, what, she's Toowoomba girl, isn't Toowoomba she? Toowoomba girl, yeah. Yep, and then Grew just... Grew up in the cattle property. Killing it. Absolute job. Gun. Injury ridden for the first yes. couple of years. She kind of was in and, yep. out, in and out, obviously went to the Olympics last year. And then on the back of that, she's just been sensational. She's the captain of the side and she's just a really good human being and just obviously loves doing what she's doing. She was very lovely. She yeah. seems like she'd be a great captain. Yeah. I forgot to ask her if she had any like weird things she does, like, you know, just the handshakes, bum taps. I chickened out. I'll be honest, I didn't want to stuff another question up. <laughs> yeah. I've got We're anxiety. I love how yeah, we threw you under the bus. I've lost my job. He's blacked out. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, brilliant. It was actually funny because he asked a question and it cut to Demi. You just see Clutch straight away and just grab a beer. Delete half of it. It was an answer. Pretty standard. Absolutely nailed it. Demi Hayes. Got to love her. Now it's time for the Battlers bench. Boom. <laughs> that was a little bit of a photo sesh we did a couple of weeks yeah. ago. We finally clipped it together on yep. TikTok. Do you have uh, a TikTok? I do. Really? Gonna get Gout. Goutmaster triple eight. Eight is a lucky Chinese number. It is. Um oh, I guess we're gonna do it. Um <laughs> How about we it's all listen listen. <laughs> Uh, let's try and imp- it's all about trying to improve rugby, right? Yes. Let's try and yep. improve yep. the current game. Now, and, and, and let's borrow from other sports and what they've done. What about this new type of commentating, right? What about we get a couple of blokes at the footy with a beer in their hand, chirping, chirping at kickers, chirping at go- wingers down on the bit wearing gloves or no gloves, right? Lack of gloves. So th- this is something that um, has been popping up on Facebook and stuff. Um, Oh, okay. This is uh. <laughs> Looks like 
<laughs> Just some chirping at the tea. <laughs> oh, the glue factory innovators. Oh, yeah. Here we go. We yeah. got Goldman Hacks. <laughs> I can tell you're colorblind just by your outfit. CEO of Hooters. How are you, how are you not cancelled? You look like Brooks, who grew up on food stamps. <laughs> no sponsor exemption, but a brother exemption. I'm glad your pants are hiked up high enough for when the ball goes in the water. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like God just ashed his cigar in your face. I got here. Great value, Adam Scott. <laughs> Tom Cruise looks like. <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, this guy definitely picks up girls at pet shops. You look like a phone <laughs> driver's boyfriend. <laughs> that one got him. That's uh, brilliant. Yeah. Well, that is sick. As uh, like friends, as you just said, um, that that's what the glue factory's been oh, doing for years. Yeah, yeah. years mate. Just chirping on that. Remember that couches down on the sideline? Yeah, man, like, it gets oh, a little God. bit heated it there. It's actually, yeah. not going to lie, we used to get the, um, the program before the game and go through oh, the opposition yeah. team list and do a bit of research on Facebook and Insta to yeah. find out stuff about them. Yeah. Just, just broke it up with the girlfriend. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. tough. Blue Factor was a bit quiet on the weekend, but what's yeah. your next segment, Dust? <laughs> so, boys, um, the next segment, I think we've gone away from recovery a bit too much in, um, in oh, our no. rugby. We need to get more boys in our budgies back into the recovery pool, make sure just lads on lads on lads yes. and just get in there and get amongst it and do a few moves. Just some stretches. Roll the hip. Roll it. Oh, right. boss, 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 boss. You know what I mean? Can't do that. Right. Light his feet. Oh, push kick. Quake Cooper could do this, right? Down, down at the valley pool. He's Achilles wasn't gone. Look how high those. We actually just. Wait, he just made up. He was just improv, improv. Get the ball. I blacked out. I blacked out. I just. I'm inspired by Josh. Thank you. Fipsy. That was Fipsy. Sitting on the bench. Um. Now there, I was going through the the Echo Showbag list. Okay. There was. There's eight AFL show bags. There's all 16 rugby NRL show bags, plus, no. plus Queensland, plus New South Wales. There's a soccer one, uh, the Socceroos, I think. And there's zero rugby show bags. No. Zero. Zero. No. Fat donut. donut. Can I just say that's disgusting that there's 16 NRL teams? At what, least just in general, in the competition team. or show well, bags? Well, a bit of both. <laughs> the, show, like the show bags. Like. Right? All of them. Right? So, what we thought we'd do... Oh, well, for starters, let's have a look at a, a classic showbag ad for one of the footy teams. Hey, don't miss out this year. Be early for your Broncos and crush a showbag. In the no Broncos bag, there's a Powerade sports bar. get all the good stuff. Daybourne chocolate and muesli bar. Daybourne chocolate and muesli bar. In a Broncos giant-sized sports bag. People buy that. That's a great ad. That'll last a good crush t-shirt. It's so good. Milk batch. I love that the Broncos bag is a legit duffel bag. Yeah, you can tell what the crush is. It's just a plastic bag full of shit. Maybe they put it in the t-shirt. They tie the sleeves together. And as you walk along, it all drops out. Mom. So what we thought we'd do is we thought we'd compile what the perfect Australian rugby show bag should be. Yeah, so I'll start with the positives. Um, we've got <laughs> a pair of RM Williams. Oh, um, that's good. A puffer mm -hmm. vest, as you can yes. see. That's what we're wearing tonight. Also. 
Classic. Yep. Um, bit of sugar cane champagne, a little Bundy rum cane, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, <laughs> and um, some men's Harlequin Canterbury's. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. like it. That's with, good. With pockets. Yeah, Remember them? Oh, some guy probably they, bring them back. Some, some guy broke his thumb. Oh, now we can't wear pockets anymore. <laughs> you know, that mouth guard pocket. You're like, I'm gonna cut these in there. <laughs> you I'm with a tape measure as I'm doing Reno's. You leave right? your mouth. <laughs> you leave your mouth guard in there, in the wash. <laughs> put the dryer. In, like, what is that? <laughs> um, and then uh, also, what we have in there is uh, an ice cold can of refreshing hope. Um, <laughs> But check the can because by the end of the season, they'll all run out. Uh, uh, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. There will be no grassroots. Absolutely no grassroots. I promise you that. If you want grassroots, go to Nimbin, right? You know, I know what you're saying. That's it. And then, uh, and that's it. All for uh, 180 bucks. Yeah, the low, low price. <laughs> yeah, low, low price, 180 bucks. Just or zip pay 50 All you do is show your GPS school uh, ID. Yep. Uh, and you're, you're allowed to buy it. And your blazer. See <laughs> <Yeah>. you, <sighs> Jersey. Um, and then uh, we thought we'd start popping up with some memes or some pack memes that have been popping up. Um, this one was earlier on in the week. This is the uh, Eddie J- public shame. Eddie Jones blames <laughs> the public school system for not producing players who have the skill and resolve to play rugby at the highest level. Just um, discuss. Discuss. Jaybor, do you think that's true? Do, do you do you think that the that it's uh, it's on the public schools for not for not creating the players? I think he was talking in regards to the UK, yeah, but I think what? it's well, which <laughs> is their private school. Well, uh, yeah, w- yeah, which is their private school, and it's it's well, I mean, yeah, the whole uh, uh, what are we doing here? So <laughs> it's not his fault; it's the school's fault. It's the school's fault. Yeah, I that, guess that's so. why. No, no, no. <laughs> I, well, we can sit here and wax lyrical all day about the fact that it is a travesty in regards to the lack of public school initiative from rugby in Australia to get behind public schools. It's ridiculous. The silly sausages <laughs> comes to mind. It's a word. It's ridiculous, mate. It is insane. It is so insane to think that we have. They're only what? like the biggest schools in the state, in the country, you know. Oh, mate. It's ridiculous. It's crazy, mate. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, why we aren't investing why in the public school system. League talent. Oh. Send Creepy <laughs> Wayne. I'm just joking. Send Creepy Wayne around there, right? He's mad. He's Dolphins mad. Why, oh. are we, why are we talking about poaching league talent? We shouldn't. No, with blokes. I did. Who, Freeny who, brought it who up. Who haven't even showed any type of interest in playing rugby union. No. We like, should. Matt, this is Darcy, Darcy, Great. Darcy, like, I'm, I'm talking about just... Get involved in the public school no, system. No, I'm just so trying to crack yeah, it yeah. for yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll jump on it. How am I getting in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> How do you make this? How's your hammy, mate? <laughs> am I right? Who's <laughs> this guy? No, but it is it <laughs> is a serious indictment in the leadership of the game when we have almost zero representation outside of 16 schools in two states. Jeez, J-Boy takes Battler's bit very seriously, yeah. he, right? <laughs> We're just joking around. It's messing around, bro. <laughs> play, play us out, Daggy. Play us out. Play us out. <laughs> Battler's bench. Boom. Thank you. Back to you, j All right, thanks, guys. Uh, another Battler's bench done and dusted. I reckon that was 90%. <laughs> Man, I, oh, I got, I've got to stop. In fact, I didn't read that meme that Tino sent me properly. 
That's what probably I couldn't it, see To be it. honest I was, I was like, trying to read it going, And I was like I'm done I can't even actually read it Let's plow it Discuss Because I was leaning in To read it so hard I actually wasn't taking in Any of the words <laughs> And I'm like Darcy's living right. Rent free in your head again Jay Oh man I He wasn't even meant to show up Right Yeah And he comes in and goes I literally know nothing Surprise Even if you were here an hour before You'd know nothing anyway So Good. Let's get, let's plow ahead. Let's put that in the rear view mirror. Uh, now it's time. Uh, we saw Hospital Cup round 15 done and dusted. Uh, only three rounds to go, but we saw Norse go down 26-43 to Sunnybank. UQ just squeaking past East 27-26. You'd have to say uh, East have probably shown the door in regards to finals is that as a why result. Doss isn't here? No. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why. He's dog ass, mate. Uh, <laughs> South 23, Bond 47. Bond again putting on an absolute clinic of attacking rugby. But this one, Jeeps 22, West 34. Klutz, how good was this? Oh, it's pretty shit. Well, as described by most people down at Jeeps, it was um, uh, we were beaten by a club full of magoos. So, um, yeah, it really hurts a little bit. Uh, but um, Yeah, you were beaten. Yeah. Pretty comprehensively, yeah. too. Oh, don't you get on the coattails now, mate. All you do is bag them out. Yeah, you rag them. What are you talking about? I love the doggies. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go all the way. I, 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 threw, I threw a bit of bait out to LV during the week. I, spoke, I had a chat to him. I was like, oh, so how's the West Rebels going, mate? And he's like, what do you mean, mate? <laughs> a couple of players have come up, and the rest are all organically from West. Well, <laughs> and is, and I'm like, is... got him. I got him. Yeah, well, that's, that's actually the thing. Didn't even need to put Buddy Biltong on the bait, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the thing about this West Siders, there's been so much chat about the guys like Carbos Ilov, uh, Jordan Walesi coming back, but it's guys like David Vai, who he's Fletcher, good. He's a freak, Fletcher man, Spicer, he's good. He was Fletcher awesome Spicer, too, yeah. Sal Vai, who the second rower has been absolutely phenomenal. Is he related to Glenn and David? Yeah, so there's Glenn, David, Sal, and there's another one. Sal's Hale. a brother. Yes. Big Freddie wow. Burke. Go, Freddie. And then there's <laughs> Sal has been phenomenal this Where's year. Where's he been? He's been. He only he's came out of Colts bit. last year and oh, was playing a bit year. of Resis. He's played. He's yeah, played but the last, thing yeah. is, he has been absolutely phenomenal in regards oh, to he his has progression been. and growth. And he's. I was talking to Chips Blanche about it, and he just said, he. It looks like he's now. It, there's nothing better than seeing a b- bloke that size who knows how to use his size. Mm. And he gets around so bloody well. But it's guys, as I was saying, it's it's not the big names that have been standing up. It's guys like Fletcher Spicer. I love Fletcher Spicer. It's guys like good, hey. Sal Vaihu, Harry Higgins, Ethan yep. Dominic. Harry Higgins. Connor Anderson Connor has Anderson's been a weapon, in bro. career best Narvo. form. Narvo. Like, these are the guys that have actually been building yeah. this premiership looking season like this side is oh, looking awesome because of these choice. blokes so yeah, that's that's shocking to see that wouldn't have happened that wouldn't have happened in uh, yeah. 2018 see? that would have got a penalty no but it happened last way. weekend so yeah. suck a fat one seeing, I'm, I'm, um, I'm unbiased now <laughs> seeing Elof in in open space open actively panicking when he's like running down the sideline Oh, mate, absolutely awesome. And Carter Gordon is finding that form he's shown. He yes. tends to show at the back so end of the season. And the, yeah, He's so good, man. Can he just be given a crack full-time in Super Rugby? And just, give and him, just, just become give the Wallabies 10 or something? Yeah. That kid's a freak, man. Mate, he is. He's he's awesome. I'm a massive believer. But, look, massive. going into this week, this is always a, a, like a, a worry game for me because um, of the head noise that we gave you guys from pumping you last year in the finals yeah, at Jeeps. Um, so, like... There's no way that West weren't going to get up for it. So, um, 
Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but you know it's probably the loss that we need coming in. Yeah, hundred percent cuts. Well, it helps you sleep at night, Clutzy. There's a lot more that does. Genuine question: Those jerseys? I'm not. I like those jerseys. Very good. I like them. So I like them. Like them. Mate, I heard during the week, you know, you had to go, you have like your away strip yeah, yeah, and he's shit. A, he's a, um, apparently, because you guys have a dark green away strip, we had to wear a white jersey because we're blue and green. So we made you look that terrible. Yeah, oh, I know. Man. Horizontal stripes and white. Mate, I would have looked like an absolute burst. All the sausage. talk around the club, and I think you're onto it. Um, all the talk around all the, green all, all, the, blue all the lower that. grade boys was, um, what is this white jersey that's coming out later on today? Yes. And gotcha. I just think the jerseys absolutely rocked us. We need to go back to our roots, which is green and blue. And uh, well, that's yeah. sweet because you won't be playing West in the finals anyway, so it'll be all good. Yeah, <laughs> all right. that's all right. Just like because if you guys lose, because if you guys lose, no, 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 hold on. If we win by a bonus point, right? And yeah. Statistically, if oh, I had a look lose, today, <laughs> it's not looking good. Yeah, but it's not no. looking good, Brev. No. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. If West don't win the comp, yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. Yeah. They'll never win the comp. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're right, mate. The <laughs> mate, depth, honestly, the if, depth if, they don't, if they don't win the comp yep. with this team, yep. agreed, mate. You'll, 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 you'll be, yeah, you'll be. The, the, you know, it's like a once in a, a once in a sort of thing. Depth. It's that the, you've the got, team you know. is phenomenal. Yeah, it's good. Like team. in every single position, like you've just got guys who are either super experienced at a premier grade level mm. or are super rugby guys. Yeah, yeah. or they have. Like and it's the guys with that have worked their way up. Fletcher the Spicer has gone from a Colts three premiership at Winham Bugs to being arguably the best centre in the competition on his day. Yeah. I keep forgetting like, about him, and then I always see, just see him carve. I'm like, who's this guy? Just that Fletcher Spicer guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, mate, and the thing is, it's guys like him, Liam Usher, Ethan Dobbins, <laughs> Ethan who Dobbins, probably mate. have the most right to piss and moan yeah. about these players coming back. And talking to blokes down at the club, they're the guys who rock up to training, put in the effort, yeah. and are actually keeping wallabies on their toes. Like, that right there is what makes a bloody championship side. 100%. So as you said, Dalen, if they don't win it with the guys coming back, with the culture they've cultivated yeah. over the last three seasons, and guys like Elvie coming into the mix, and Cassidy Holland now in the mix coaching, like, mm. man, you have a bloody good setup yep. that really should pay dividends yep. and please doggies do it for me because otherwise I'm going to shave my beard off and <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I look like I've got oh. the weirdest shaped testicle head man and then you got to eat it <laughs> isn't that what you <laughs> I thought that's anyway shoot shield round 18 <laughs> final round of the teeth. season we saw uh, we saw the ladder get locked away uh, heading into the finals two blues 14 Eastwood 38 uh, Manly going down to uni, 24-20. West Harbour getting up over the Rats, 31-22 at home. Randwick, 41-31 over South. Gordon going down by a point in the 83rd minute to the Hunter Wildfires. 26-12 at the half for coming the away, year, 27-26. Bubba Coleman doing it well there. Um, but the game we need to discuss, obviously, Norse 32, East 29. Brilliant game of footy, and this game just... It highlights exactly why Norse ended the season on top of the table because when it just comes man. crunch, they deliver. Like, they are just classy and they are strong and they are committed. Like, they just, when they need to win, they find a way to win. They certainly do. Obviously, Zach Beers had an instrumental influence there, but I love the Bury brothers. 
Max and Harry. Far out, man. Awesome. 10-12. Like, they've been absolutely outstanding for them. They're leading from the front. They're doing a terrific job in getting these guys. And I reckon that Norse will win the comp this year. Yeah, mate. That You'd have to agree. I mean, they're absolute superstars. East were probably the form team of the competition coming into this round. Hence why they pushed them all the way to the very end. But touching on the Bury brothers, I mean... Um, they lost Angus Sinclair only 10 minutes or so into the game. Their talismanic fly half, very mm. experienced. Josh Henderson comes on, no slouch himself, Dow. But the fact that they can lose someone of his ilk, bringing Josh Henderson, as I said, who's good, but then the Buries can go, we nearly take control of this game, and they did just that. Absolutely they do. And they just keep getting better and better and better. They had some exposure, exposure this year to some New South Wales, obviously, A staff, but they just get better and better week in, week out. Jeez, the composure there by that pack as well. Like Eastwood, um, just keeping it in there. Watch this. Just, like North's defense of that more was good, but Eastwood bounce. looked. Oh wow! Well. I guess. <laughs> oh Reece Mo. Reese Mo picking that one up, and North actually only scored two tries to four against East. And Nathan Russell, we saw a couple of weeks ago, missed a convert uh, a penalty late to win the game. This game kicks five penalties. So he had the radar on, Nate Russell, and I think in the 64th minute he also dropped an absolute sitter of an intercept as well, the poor bastard. But, I mean, this this was an absolute perler of a game, and I think just looking at this, the Shoot Shield finals are going to be absolutely red hot. And it's interesting, we've had obviously a, an extremely close competition this year, but the six or the eight teams that have kind of gone through are probably the eight teams you would expect year in, year out to they go through. They are the eight teams you would expect. You know what I mean? um, but on top of that as well, three wins between first and ninth. Yeah. Super three close. Three wins is what crazy, decided it. Huh? But it's interesting that those teams are the ones who have actually gone through. Yeah. And the Hunter Wildfire, as I said, they actually had more wins this season than East. Just the quirk of the draw. But then look at that. Oh. 79th minute, penalty advantage. Cheeky. Bury just goes, see you later, lights out, and ice is the game for them. Mate, they are, they are just such a well-rounded side. Um, I think Max Bury as well got a few shots from outside in from Assessi to a Bolotu as well. I don't know if they're in the highlights reel there, but my God, absolutely deleted him. Uh, but, mate, I, I think, Dow, you sort of touched on it. it it's it's Norse to lose. They, mm. they are just such a well-rounded side. Such a well-rounded side. And it's exciting. I mean, we talk about Nathan Russell, obviously. He was used to be up at UQ here, but he's he been sensational. He's finding his feet with the kicking tee, which I think is going to be super important for them. He's been a little bit rocks and diamonds throughout the year, but towards the back of the year when finals comes, we all know how important that is. So if he can be hot with that, they're a genuine chance, right? They're depth as well. So one thing, like David Finlay Henaway, I think, was in the running for the Ken Catchpole medal. He's been absolutely awesome. Line-out steals, leads the competition. He's talismanic in their line-out there. Went off about half an hour in with what looked like a pretty serious hemi injury. But they brought on a young kid, Boston Carapa, from up... Uh, <laughs> was his, was his on son a, doing <laughs> cover defence across <laughs> as well? <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, he's faster. What are all the dads thinking? But, uh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Playing. <laughs> yeah. They all and then were they all laughing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goes, I, didn't really tell, I didn't really tell anyone. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm but, um, I, I was fine. When, they, when the ambulance came, it was fine. <laughs> but David Finlay Henaway's been named this weekend. As I said, Boston Carapa came on. Young second row, I think, from up in the Hunter. Was absolutely <laughs> awesome for them. But if they lose him, Dale, he has been named, as I said, but he had to get 
uh, carried off the field with a hemi. If they lose him, that's got to be huge for them. Yeah, the experience, right? He's been there for the last three years, four yep. years. Played a lot of uh, Premier Rugby up here for Brothers and Sunny Bank. Like, he's massive for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He does a terrific job down there. Obviously, it's going to be a huge loss, but you know what I mean? If they're going to win the competition, they got some good depth there. Yeah. yeah. He's good. But player. that kid, Boston Carapa, mate, I reckon he's going to be so sick. He's so sick. Boston I think strong, he, baby. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, baby. Yeah, right. baby. There we go. There we go. No, he was one of the initial <laughs> members of like the TARS Academy from outside regional, wherever, all that shit. He's a gun, mate. Keep an eye on him because I reckon you never know he could be one um, going higher up. In the not too distant future. Now it's time for rugby watch. Friends, your rugby from the weekend just gone. Can't go past Malcolm Marks. Absolutely fantastic, mate. He's uh, no, he's just a weapon. Don't really need an explanation. He's just like a six foot buddy three hooker who absolutely just dominates. Look at this. He got about like five turnovers or something on the weekend. Pretty short um, back and sides. Just look at him. He just looks like a Terminator. Yeah. Like a universal soldier. Yeah. Looks like a proud boy. Absolutely, look at him, mate. Just like just that <laughs> short back and sides thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, just like it. But he's just a the way gun. He runs around, he's just just his head in there. Yeah, yeah. Every I remember when he was playing in the Japanese league, he was hooker, and I think he had two Japanese props. But you could just see him just go boost and just absolutely trample everyone. Look at him. Nah, he is phenomenal. And the fact that that he hasn't been starting for them, like obviously no, he went to Japan. I also think as well, going to Japan, you know, probably not playing at the top of competition in the world. No, because they've got their, their, their front row um, reserve front, front row is just as good as the front, uh, the, the starting front row, besides sort of Malherb. Like, you know, Kosh and um, the big Ranger fella, like... Stephen Kitsoff. Yeah, Kitsoff, he, he is an absolute weapon too. Like They're, they're all very beefy, eh? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, klutzy, so... <laughs> <laughs> Klutzy, your uh, your rugby from the weekend just gone is Doug Scarbossa. Yeah, Dougie Sarbosa. So uh, we're we're putting some respect on the Friday night Premier Grade Six Grade competition here and going with an absolute battler. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Um, yeah, it is the Premier Friday night competition. There is another one going around, so um, up the Lord of the Cup. <laughs> but Dougie Sarbosa, he's in his forties. He's a prop. Pretty much everything at Fringe just described about Marks is what Dougie does in sixth grade. <laughs> um, he's an absolute weapon. He only came down to us in 2019. Um, he was friends with one he's of the other boys. years left, right? Bro, he's 20 year pennant. How he signed up, and this just personifies the person he is. He was down watching <laughs> one of his mate's sons train, and then he was watching his mate play Friday night, and he was real pissed, and he signed up on the on the spot. He rocked up the next week, and he's been down ever since. So, um, yeah, drunk thoughts. He always wanted to play footy. And, That's a traditional uh, yeah. pathway. In the it is. So it really is. is. Really 2019 was his first time <laughs> playing footy. Well, since school. Oh, right. When he graduated <laughs> in, like, 1998. Which was also 20 years ago. Uh -huh. Yeah. He's picking the ball up. He's like, look how light these balls are. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he just wants no, to a little bit of frustration out He's um, possibly one of the most it. aggressive people on the field. He's just always trucking nut. And um, he also backs up on Saturdays, which, you know, at that age, to be <laughs> able to come that. and wow. play another game the next day. And he just rocks up and just, just sit gets on the into his work. Like, yeah, he broke his ankle last year. Fifth grade, fourth grade. Yeah, uh, broke his ankle uh, last year, rocked up again year. this year. He's, um, he's just loving it. 
So what a weapon. Even though um, I also love it, I vote for him every week. For now three, two, one, the player of the match because I love seeing him get his name up in the uh, Jeeps team of the week. Beautiful. <laughs> so um, always share it so his mum shares it as well. So I get around it. I love it. So um, <laughs> shout out to Dougie. He's um, he's my hero in that team, and I think he should be everyone's hero. He he is our Amen. hero. Bless you, Dougie. Uh, big fat Das. Your rugby is Reese Hodge. Reese Hodge, um, for for me, he um, everyone kind of bags Reese Hodge a bit because he doesn't, he's not fantastic at any one specific role. But coming Except into a World Cup year, bills. mate, especially how the Wallabies only have two backs. They got one uh, back reserves. They got one half back, half back, and then you got to have one player that can cover Everything. ten to fifteen. I love Reese Hodge. He can come on, play 10, 12, 13, 15 winger, and he just stepped up yet again. Oh, mate. And he, as hard as it is for some people to accept that, Reese Hodge. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm just I know, exactly know exactly what you mean, mate. No, no, mate. Reese Hodge, awesome. And uh, uh, another one who probably, he has been a massive beneficiary of that Aussie A setup. Like, yep. big massively. Time. Yes, massively. You know? I like that enthusiasm. I agree. <laughs> Wait, no, I agree with you from the get-go. Sorry. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Whoops. Uh, no, yes. no, but mate, he's he's absolutely killing it, and it's it's good to see. It's good to see he's able to go down in that setup, work on his game. Now he's coming in and beating the Argies. How bloody good! Uh, Dow, your rugby, Jed Holloway, Matt Gibbon, and Fraser McWright. Jed Holloway. Yeah, it was hard to obviously for me to to go past these three guys. Jed, <coughs> well, let's go Fraser first. Obviously, the conditions that he came in, he's been looking to to, to come in. Um, We'll about, and this is Jed. <coughs> yeah, so Jed Holloway, obviously, uh. <laughs> just the way and the journey he's had over the over the last couple of years. I just think finally seeing him on that field um, and playing the footy he's playing has been pretty special. And it's good to see what's that two twenty nine year old debutants this yeah. year alone. How good is that? That and is so good. There's still hope. Eh? That's, <laughs> what it's, that's what it's all about, though. That's what it's all about. Don't write them off just because they're a bit older. No, and then we talk about Fraze, like the conditions he came in. He's obviously on the up and, and one of those guys who's, you know what I mean, got a big future ahead of him. But to come in and, and, and play the way he played, I think was was pretty special. And Matt Gibbon getting his uh, his Wallaby debut. A Wallaby debut, but I think the, the conditions he had as well, like he obviously went through the system but lost his grandfather um, who, who basically raised him and Alex, do you know what I mean, on the farm. And to lose him in the same week, you're going to make your debut. I just think the way he controlled his emotions. And it meant so much to him. And you saw interviews from all three of those guys and all in very different conditions and in all different parts of their journey, but all very emotional about it. And, and I think it just, for me, the most Im- special part about that win was, was seeing these guys and seeing how much it meant to each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. We don't see that very often, right? You know what I mean? It's just kind of business as usual. And to see the emotion that they all shared, and we saw the photo of Jed and him just soaking it up. You know what I mean? In Mendoza, lying on the field, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes after everyone's gone to the sheds is... Is rugby, and, and that's what I enjoyed most about it. Hell good, yeah. Good feel with that group, eh? It is, and, and it almost felt like it was that win meant so much more to Australian rugby. Yep. And you know what I mean? I kind of maybe I just look at it because I'm just so passionate about the game, but just mm. watching it was just like, fuck me, like this is pretty special. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Just a good bunch of lads, those boys. Yeah. I woke my wife up to let her know the boys got up with a dub, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you have to, mate. Yeah, we I was just like, to. oh. 
hey, by the way, <laughs> boy's got up. And she's like, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and then my uh, my rugby from the weekend just gone. I can't go past the Hunter Wildfires. I just, the, for a side, this team was down 12, uh, 26-12 at the half. Josefa yes. Tamani, as I said, the back row. Donnie Freeman is an absolute beast. He's a mongrel. But 26-7 down. They score on the half. So it's 26-12 at the half. And then they come away with an 83rd-minute penalty to ice the game and win. They had every right. They did everything they needed to do, bar get more bonus points this year to play finals football. They scored, had more wins than East. Uh, they won this last game. They're just so tenacious. And they are... Far out. Yeah, that was a shocker, eh? How good was that? How do they win from there? Classic that was, uh, Alex Pollard, 78th minute. Make sure of it. Was it Mahe? <laughs> was it? <laughs> no, no, I think it was Alex Pollard. Angle, sorry. <laughs> Alessani Pollard. But Winchester steps up, nails this in the 83rd That's minute. Awesome. But, I mean, I know I was sucking off Bubba Coleman before about how much I love him. I know I piss and moan about how much I love the Hunter Wildfires and all this sort of stuff. But, like, they... Like, they deserve to be playing finals football. They do. Mm. Yeah, they knock right. off Gordon. They knock off Sydney Uni. They knock off Manly twice. They knock off the Wicks. Like they, they are an awesome football side. They got nine wins this season in an eighteen win season. Like it is a huge success for what they've done, and it is a testament to what they're building up there. And it's a testament to the strength of the game down in Sydney that a side like that, like. You saw when they announced all the results from the weekend on Instagram and everyone was just like bummed, bummed. Well, that Hunter weren't year. in there. They came ninth, same as they did oh, this okay. year. But last year... Like the a lot less wins, though, was it? Hell of a lot less. Yeah. yeah. But if you're, a say, a young up-and-comer or someone who's you know maybe looking for a bit of a change in the shoot shield or even in Premier Rugby, that's a place you want to go to now. Mm. Hell yeah. You know I mean, the culture that he's yeah, built yeah. off his own back... And the amount of wins they've had and how much they push teams this year. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, geez, Newcastle. It's like, fuck, the Wildfires. Let's go. Yes. I love them. Love them with all my heart. Wildfires are going to win it next year. And if they don't, I'll shave my balls on TV or whatever it was I'm doing this year. Just shave Uh, back. Yeah, that's it. Um, But, yeah, so... I mean, commiserations to the wildfires, but mate, hell of a season up, boys. boys. Chin up. They'll be back bigger and better next year. Speaking about bigger and better, we'll be back bigger and better next week. But in the meantime, I'm getting the word from Tino. We need to like and subscribe and share all our content because it's the only way the pack show grows. Klutzy, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Klutzy. Give me a round of applause to Klutz. Thanks for having us, boys. Because he's beautiful. My in-depth analysis. I was, say, so. I was real nervous. To be honest. Were you really starstruck? Or yeah, just, honestly. Uh-huh. Big what? fan yeah, of Bloody Brute Beers. Massive fan. I was just like, when I saw them on um, this, not Super Round, what's it called? Magic Round. Magic Round. Oh, yes. The stuff they did there, like sitting so next good. to him. I was genuinely pretty nervous, but Klutz, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having us, boys. He's humble, mate. He's humble. Pleasure. We'll have to do Super Rugby Magic Round next year. And the NRL <laughs> one. And then we can just do Let's just. We're going. Oh. Let's do it. It'd be fun. But yeah, Klutz, uh-huh. thanks for joining Everyone us. Down to Melbourne. Dallin. <laughs> 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 That's better. Come down to Melbourne. Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Dallin, all the best for this weekend. Congratulations, brother. Yes, we'll see you in a Dal. couple of weeks' time. Thanks I'll see you on Monday when we go down to Byron. <laughs> uh, big fat Dars, Freeney, as per usual. Meh. 
Uh, Zach, Tino, thanks very much. And as I said, tune in next week. But in the meantime, like, subscribe, share all our content. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Ciao.